This is Look West, a podcast from California's Assembly Democrats. Be advised, the following episode contains explicit language. Today, we honor nine individuals who exemplify the true spirit of our Latino culture and heritage. The honoree for achievement in business and entertainment is Kat Bondi. I always call myself just mezclada, you know, because I, I was born in Mexico, but my family's from Argentina, and so, you know, I'm a little bit of everything. That's something that I've never shied away from being open about. I have something I'm proud of, and I think everybody should be proud of their heritage. It's so vital that people stand up and talk about um, real issues and, and what's right. You know, I, I think it, it, it extends beyond politics. It's really, you know, about, like, where, where, do, where are your morals and where are your ethics at? At the time when, when talk about the wall first started, my mother was still living in Mexico, and I remember calling her crying and um, like saying, like, what does this world come to? You know, and she goes, you know, Mija, don't, no te preocupes. Like, the good people won't let this happen. Hello, my name is Lorena Gonzalez. I am the assemblywoman for the 80th Assembly District. That's the southernmost portion of uh, our state, the border community. And I'm here today with Kat Von D., uh, a I don't even want to use a word to describe you because, of course, you know, people would say tattoo artist. A Jill of all trades. Entrepreneur, makeup, makeup diva, mogul, and most importantly, well, for us here, the, uh, one of our 2018 Latino Spirit Award awardees in achievement in business and entertainment. So we're here on Look West. So thank you for joining us in Sacramento. Oh, my pleasure. All right. So we're going to start easy. All right. I, I, <laughs> it'll, it should be easy. So you just got married mm-hmm. very recently. Yeah. Pretty recently. Yes. I got married a year some oh, change cool. ago. So I'm Congrats still, to you too. <laughs> still in that honeymoon phase. Yeah. Um, but your husband grew up in my district. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. So, I was going to say San Diego in the house yeah. when, when you were talking earlier. Yeah. So uh, when I was elected, in fact, I lived in Sherman Heights. Oh, cool. And, yeah. That's and, where he's from. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I saw that. That's so perfect. And then um, so I'd always drive by the restaurant. Uh-huh. And, and I would say, how do they have Mexican vegan food? Like, I got to try that out. Like, <laughs> And it's excellent. I think they just like won like best vegan burrito award or something. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> and so everybody that I told uh, back in the district that I was doing this interview, and I said, do you know her husband's from Sherman Heights? Uh-huh. And um, and I said, you know that vegan Mexican restaurant, East Village? <laughs> They're like, everybody goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because we'd Pokies. be like, I got to go by there. Yeah. So now now I have to go by I love and that. check it. That's but awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's unusual, right? Vegan yeah, Mexican? For sure. Well, I mean, nowadays I think uh, the vegan movement is growing so fast. I think it's like the second fastest growing industry to medicinal marijuana. So it's it's a, it's pretty amazing, like what a, a huge movement it's become. So, you know, even here, like uh, I have this little app that tells me where vegan restaurants are in my vicinity because – I'm quite strict about that. Right. And even in Sacramento, where you would think there, oh, there's probably not that many. Oh, there's like uh, plenty of them. So yeah, we're we're. I'm excited. I always try to you know check out little vegan spots everywhere I go. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And you did it not. You're not like for health reasons. You did because it's the. Are, are, you tell me. I well, I, I mean, I'm an animal rights activist, right. so um, that's like one probably the title that I'm the most excited about. <laughs> or I guess like uh, I don't. I, I usually don't like titles, but that one I'm definitely a, a proud. Um, uh, aware of that label, but um, yeah. So it, I, I think a lot of vegans get into it for different reasons, whether it's environmental or health. I, for me, it was health at first, and then the more and more you learn about anything, you know, you start seeing like. And I, th- I think, especially when it comes to like social injustices, like you, it really starts unraveling, you yeah. know, and you realize, oh wow, animal activism is actual like 
human activism. So it, it all goes hand in hand. And so, yeah, it's the thing that I'm the most passionate about in, in my life. It's my, my driving force. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. How long have you been a vegan? I've been a vegan for about like seven years, but I've been saying that for a while, so it might be longer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, I thought so. for some reason I, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, I mean I've been uh, I've been eating that way for a long time, and like I said in the beginning, I I stopped eating animal-based products um, for health, and then um, so I was still wearing leather and things like that because I didn't know, you know. And then uh, so obviously the more you you learn, and uh, it's it's sad to say we exploit animals in so many different ways, and mm -hmm. um, and so it's like the more you learn, the more you adapt to it, you know. And right. Yeah. So. So. The other thing that I heard a lot over the last few weeks is people would say, I didn't know Kat Von D was Latina. I know. It's the most annoying. Uh, that one always, it's got to be annoying. Me out. But you know what? Welcome to my world. Yeah. I've had that experience since I was little. So, so my dad is of German descent, so he's tall. He looks like a 1950s boxer, you know, mm -hmm. and I take after him. Um, I didn't get like my, my mom's cute jeans and she's like, you know, has beautiful dark skin tone. So my brother and sister look like my mom. And um, but I got my mom's eyes. That's, yep. that's about it. But, you know, growing up, my sister Carolyn and I, we would go to school and, you know, I was I was brought up in a very like, you know, a Latin rich environment. And um, people made fun of me because I, I dressed really weird, you know, and have black <laughs> lipstick at school and stuff. And I remember like the Chola girls just making fun of me and, and it would be in, in Spanish because they assumed that I didn't right, know right, what right. they were saying. And so then I would respond in Spanish and they're like, oh, you know, and um, avoided a lot of fights through that, I guess. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so I've always felt like this a, a bit of a like displaced lone wolf because, you know, I was born in Mexico, but my family's from Argentina and then I look white. So it's like. When I speak Spanish in Argentina, I don't sound Argentinian. When I'm in Mexico, it's too proper. So I'm kind of, I'm just all over the place. And in America, they just totally. People make assumptions. Yeah. So. I think you look Latina. I, thank you. Thank you. Go figure. Yeah. I've got <laughs> a booty. You know, come on. Um, no, yeah. I understand. See, I, and I, this is interesting because yeah. I think that I was never questioned because my name is Lorena Sofia yeah. Gonzalez, right? So yeah. even at first, if they don't know, they'll yeah. say, they, once they hear my name, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But I get it. I mean, there are times I've had those but, you know, awkward I, I actually situations. like that, though. I liked, um, I like, looking back now, I love that I'm not pigeonholed in any mm -hmm. way. And I've been able to, like, be a lot more relatable to all types of different people. And I'm not even talking about white people at, at this point. Like, all types of different Latinas because like, you know, I don't identify like with the normal and like what's usually expected in that, in that culture. So, uh, you know, I was, I guess, kind of rebellious from the beginning. So, so I think that, um, and that speaks to a lot of people, you know, I think right. especially when it comes to um, different cultures where you're expected to like act a certain way, talk a certain way, dress a certain way. And if you like step anywhere outside of that, you're something's wrong with you. And, you know, and, and that was something that definitely in, in my family, I was, kind of persecuted for that, you know, in, within my family unit, you know, right. and, um, and I'm just so glad that I, I stuck to my guns because I, I like being a weirdo. <laughs> and I think that uh, it's helped a lot of other people to like, you know, be able to um, like pursue their dreams and not think of it as unrealistic, you know, right? No, it's definitely worked for you. So <laughs> thanks. <laughs> no, we can argue with that. Um, in the last few years, mm -hmm. probably, at least I and I have to say, I, I know you as um, the woman who has found the perfect locket foundation <laughs> yeah. for me, right? Like, that's what I learned about yeah. because I don't get to watch a lot of TV. Yeah, of and now, I mean, my daughter was yeah. like, mom, she was like a reality star. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but 
this newfound kind of a little political activism. Is that pretty yeah. newfound or you feel like compelled no, I, to I speak out? I, I think I've always been pretty vocal, but I think in the state that we're living in currently with um, the, uh, you know, and hopefully, oh, well, no, I don't yeah, care if I offend people. Asshole. Yeah, you know, like I, I like uh, I think it's, it's not just with me. It's inspired a lot of people to step up and start talking and start thinking about things. And, you know, I was talking to my friend and going like, you know, I tend to be a little bit negative sometimes when it comes to the topic of our president. And uh, she was telling me, you know what, like before any like amazing co collective change is usually gets really bad, you know. Mm -hmm. So if I go, hey, man, if that is the, the, the silver lining right now, I'll take it. But I still think that more than ever, we have to stand up for what's right, period. Yeah. Doesn't don't even label it, you know? It's like, what's right and what's wrong? Like, this is, is this love or hate? I, right. I'm not siding with hate, so. When so I, so I, th I think that's probably why maybe it's, I sound more vocal now, you know? And I think too, the bigger that you get, especially like, you know, with my makeup line, for example, you know, we're not a baby brand anymore. Yeah. And so, um, you know, when I say things like that, it affects, uh, like my marketing team gets scared sometimes. Right. They're like, oh, like, you know, um, there was an instance where, for example, I had like a contest and, you know, I was um, the winner. I was going to fly out to have this to come out to a, a big party that we were having for the makeup line. And, um, you know, my followers know where I stand. And so when they see that, like the winners posting all this Trump, um, you know, propaganda, you know, I'm going to call call it out and say, hey, like, I, I don't even think you should feel comfortable coming. Right. I mean, the things that I represent are everything that this man is against. And so, you know, it's up this, you know, obviously, it's choices up to you if you want to come. But like, just know that like, I'm vocal about where I stand on this, you know, and, and that became news. And people were like, oh, you know, that's like, that's not right. And I, I think, well, hold on a second. Like, I think racism is wrong. Like, I think right. that's not right. So like, you know, if I want to say something, and, and I feel really strongly about it, then I'm going to do it. And if it means that you don't buy my lipstick, that's fine with me. You know, like I'm not, I'm not, I've never been one that's been driven by money or what people think about me. Oh, you know, I don't, that's not what my parents taught me to, to act, you know, right, like, right. so I have, I have no problem with that. And, but in turn, you know, I was saying earlier was that like, I was actually pleasantly surprised um, of how much more support we got, right. you know, because I think that people are so scared, like brands are scared to say, oh, we don't want to offend. Well, you know what? I'm offended. Mm -hmm. I'm offended, you know? When you want my mom who lives in Mexico to pay for this f***ing ridiculous wall, I'm offended, yep. you know? Yeah. And, and say it to my face. Come tell my mom that she should do that, you mm -hmm. know? And mm -hmm. then we can maybe talk. And even then we won't, but... <laughs> yeah, now, Jeff yeah. Sessions is coming to my district, mm -hmm. I think on Tuesday, to go look at the wall, or they have prototypes right now. But it's not just the wall. It's a message. It, I mean... They're literally tearing moms away from kids. That's offensive. Like, I don't care if I offend somebody to watch a mother. It, and they're being caught on video now. So yeah. to watch Border Patrol go into a neighborhood where a woman's done nothing wrong except Ugh. trying to raise her kids and work Ugh. hard, and somebody is videotaping as the kids are screaming. Like, yeah. there's nothing we can they're do literally that's tearing offensive. People apart. You yeah. know, I mean, that's yeah. as offensive as you can get. Yeah. So. Yeah, kudos so, to you for speaking. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I'll buy more lipstick. <laughs> I think there's a lot. <laughs> no, don't tell my husband that. He'll be like, uh oh. Um, yeah, he told me no more Sephora. <laughs> I'll hook you up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. I think you're addicted. I said, I know, I know, yeah. I do like. Well, it's the little pre pleasures, I think, especially now, too. That's another thing. I'm like, maybe they know that this is just going to inspire a lot of more art and a lot more, you know, because I think when there's struggle and there's suffering, um, you know, it really does bond a lot of people together. And, you know, some, some, there are some beautiful things that come from it, although I wouldn't wish this upon anybody, you know. Yeah. And I think you're right. It's got to get really bad before it gets better. So mm -hmm. maybe we're going to 
we're yeah. going to be a turning point. Yeah. So I read, um, I haven't read your book, but I read <laughs> that it's about taking risks. Yeah, I, well, I've written three books and I've written them a long time ago. So um, they all kind of talk about that kind of stuff. Um, I think ultimately, you know, it's like, you know, fear is like a really big topic for a lot of people, you know, and uh, fear of the unknown. And, and yeah, I think uh, risks is, taking risks is part of that. What's the biggest risk you've taken? You know, well, like I said, I wrote these books a long time ago. I think I've evolved a lot since then. I feel like uh, like I, I probably couldn't bear to read them now myself because I'm like, oh, I would probably cringe at not only like my, my writing skills have, have improved, but uh, also just my, you know, my philosophy. I've done a lot of growing up and stuff. So I think things that used to affect me, um, you know, like my first book, I remember uh, really speaking about my sobriety because at the time I had just became right. sober. And so I was still figuring things out. And I think it's like anything, you know, when you're writing a song or, or a book or whatever, it's like you're processing parts of your life at, at that moment that you might not even understand, you know, mm -hmm. as part of the process. But anyways, I think as far as like taking big risks, I don't know. Uh, nothing sounds like a risk to me anymore. I think if you're just doing things for the, with, with right intentions, you right. know, you know, I think like I get asked a lot of that in the, on the business aspect of things, you know, it's like, I don't know, is it a risk to like, um, choose money over right. what's right? Like right. to me, it's, a no-brainer, you know, and and it is something that you know sometimes I struggle with my team about because you know for them they're like looking at like a marketing like aspect of it. And to me, I'm like, well, I'm interested in creating art or putting out a message that um, sends a positive message out. You know, I, I think ultimately that's what what I believe made us successful in the beginning. So why not continue to do that? Right. You know? The fact that you don't think that's a risk, I think that's kind of cool, though. Yeah, but it should be right. But at the but same, but everybody else has to. Yeah, I don't know. I guess like you know, I grew up super dirt poor. And when I say that, I mean, literal, you know, I mean, when I was, when I was living in Mexico, my dad was a missionary for the church. So, you know, we were going to tiny pueblitos that had absolutely no hospitals. And mm -hmm. my dad was building hospitals. And I remember as a kid, like running around on dirt floors. And that was, that yeah. was my childhood, you know? And I think that when, and by the way, it was some of the best years of my life, you right. know? So I think that, you know, when you've, you come from nothing and then you build something and then you lose it because I've lost it before. Right. And like, it, you realize that none of that really matters, you know? So it's like, oh, cool, like, you know, do I sign away my soul, like, for money, or do I actually, like, do things that make me happy? Right. That's not really a risk to me. It's just a no-brainer, right? So you have, like, lived in the public eye, mm -hmm. right, for, yeah. I don't know, 12 years, oh, yeah. you know, longer than that. <laughs> I'm getting old. Right? I, I don't. I like it. No, you are not getting old. Um, is, it, is it kind of strange to look back and be like, oh, but I've changed so much, or I've developed, and... Is it hard to, to know that all of that's out there? Most people yeah. don't live with this. Yeah, you know, I'm not embarrassed of anything I've done, especially my mistakes. I feel that, like, um, one of the, the best things that I could have ever done was cried on TV or messed up really bad, you know, like uh, being a complete out-of-control um, alcoholic on drugs and then turning it around, you right. know. I got married when I was 22 to somebody I didn't know, and suffered through three years of that and then like got out of it. And so I'm, I'm proud of the marriage. I'm proud of the divorce as well. You know, I'm proud of like things up and then cleaning them up and then kind of being able to lead by example, you know, like right. I think that um, there's nothing that I'm embarrassed about and I am an open book in that sense. Um, you know, I think that the whole idea of fame, I think it's, the, it's a little bit strange to me, you know, uh -huh. like I think we were, my family was brought up a lot differently. We didn't watch television or tabloids or any of that stuff. So I think sometimes when it becomes invasive, it is, it is a little alarming to me, you know, like where I live, like in Hollywood, there's tour buses that go by my house. I think it's weird, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, I, you know, I understand and accept it for what it is, you right. know, but, um, there's positives and negatives. Yeah. You know, and I think like, 
the positives definitely outshine the negative. But even a lot of famous people haven't really lived their true self in front mm. of Oh, yeah, camera. of course. Hell you know, no. I mean, no. it's all whatever's yeah. been put out there. And yeah. In a way, it's I think it's kind of neat because it's so much more real, right? Mm. To, to, like you said, oh, I was drunk and on drugs yeah. and I got, you know, and the yeah. tabloids. The tabloids were kind of part of all of this and, mm. yeah. um, you know, YouTube kind of, yeah. slams. And, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like all just out there. Yeah. But I guess it goes back to, you know, my elementary school years or junior high where, like, people made fun of me all the time. I'm, I'm used to people, like, not thinking that what I do is, like, accepted, you know? Uh-huh. So it doesn't, like, affect my feelings. Like, you don't like the way I look? That's cool. You think I'm fat? Like, that's cool. If you think I'm too skinny? That's cool. I don't, I don't really care. Like, because right. I'm going to do what I do anyway, you know? Right. Or, like, you know, if you, you know, I got, like, a reputation for being in love all the time and it's like oh yeah I can count all of my relationships on my hands which most of my friends like surpass that so much what's wrong with being in love That's yeah like and, and what's wrong with wearing your heart on your sleeve I've, I've always been that and I think it's like hey you know what like I believed in it it failed miserably yeah. and then it's like but then fast forward to now look at this is the first time I've you know I'm actually married and happy and like it's so real and awesome that it's like I don't know. It, it makes all that stuff just dissipate, you know. Oh, so, I totally know. Yeah, I've had some really bad fails. You've got you've got to be oh dealing with this gosh. stuff too, though. I'm oh, sure. Oh yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I'm thinking more and more. Um, See, I, I get I get a little bit of like people give me leeway because oh she's like a crazy whatever. But like I bet you for people you people give me leeway because I'm crazy. Really? I oh no. Yeah, they would all say that I was like the craziest. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like you're more yeah. under microscopic like. Sure. You I just know. got in trouble this weekend because I said that the Republicans should suck it. And I guess I could, <laughs> was on Twitter and everybody came after me. I love me. you so much. And I was like, well, you know, look. And, and it was because California just became like the fifth largest economy. Yeah. Right? And everybody always wants to say, oh, the things we're doing for the environment and for workers and, and – um, you know, we're going to break our state. Well, we, we're just showing that good progressive policies, yeah. you know, so I was like, suck it. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, that's classy. I'm like, look at your president. Don't tell me I'm yeah. not classy. Yeah, yeah. Like, and by the way, I was like this before I got elected. Yeah. My, my district knows who they, they voted for, yeah. you know. It's they okay. did their this research, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a union leader. My gosh, you know, they, awesome. they weren't, I, I don't think that they, they get nervous when, you know, I say something that, yeah. well, they might, but, you yeah. know, so I get myself in trouble. And yeah. Then, or what other people would say is trouble. Yeah. But then I'm like, this is who I am. So yeah. I love to hear that. It's, it's I think, um, there's just not a lot of that. And when you talk about being young, and I think about young girls, and I always try, you know, I was a single mom for a long time. I had my daughter super young. Mm-hmm. And um, and I always try, you know, and I've had failed marriages. Yeah. And, um, now I finally yeah. found a good man. And I think, well, I go tell people, like, my resume looks really good, but it's all the things that aren't on my resume that really make me who I am. Yeah, and totally. how many times did I fall down and have to, like, get up yeah. and brush myself off? And, yeah. You know, so do you ever run into people that you grew up with who try to be nice to you now? Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember, um, let's see, uh, I'm like, without naming names. Um, <laughs> oh, you can name names. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Sarah. No, no. Are you hearing us, Colton, California? I love that you know that. No, I you know, I remember – well, again, I was really blessed with awesome parents that, like, <laughs> taught me that, like, this stuff isn't important. Yeah. You know, like, you know, my dad is, like, I remember, for, this is a good example, like, w- when my first book got, like, New York Times bestseller, uh-huh. uh, they called me and told me, oh, my God, congrats. And I was like, thanks. So I called my dad because that's who I call first. Right. I'm like, dad, guess what? Uh, the book got New York Times bestseller. And he's like, cool, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, okay, well, 
congrats. But anyway, so what are you doing? And it's like, and you know, yeah. we can see it for what it is, yeah. you know? And, and, and so I think that like, um, you know, there was a lot of kids that made fun of me in school. And then like my parents obviously still lived in like the Colton area. So I would go and visit. I remember one time this was like in the, the MySpace days, you know, um, I was like driving to get gas. And I remember it was like, you know, the hot cheerleader who was like, right. She was working at the gas station, you know, <laughs> and I had to go in there and like ask to, and I just remember going, oh, these are one of life's equalizers, you know, right. not, not that, I, that I think that uh, no judgment, you know, no. it's just more like, oh, okay, like you remember when you thought I was like the loser, you called me the loser, you right, know, or whatever. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm just glad that I was, I, I'm so happy. I whistle on my way to work every day. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't really think about my past. I, I honestly didn't go to high school, so I didn't have to deal with. Too, too much of that stuff. Junior, I always, Middle school is the worst, though. Junior, junior high, high is, like, the worst. Yeah, yeah. Girls I'm, are just mean. Yeah. So I, I always try to tell young girls that, like, don't worry. Everybody's yeah. mean. And we're mean to each other. I don't know, I don't know why. why that is. Yeah. It, it, but it gets better. Security. Yeah, yeah. Time. I'm just so glad I had a piece of paper and, pa- and a pencil because that was really well, just my, an my way out. you have an artistic ability. Yeah. yeah, you know. So what's your favorite tattoo? That I have or that I've done? Or, Either. Um, that you I, have. Um. I ha- I used to always say it was the portrait of my dad on my forearm, which is still one of my favorites. But I recently got um, my husband's lip print on my neck because, uh, you know, one, one of the things that I love about my husband is that he is not afraid of his sexuality. Like, it's it's he'll put on lipstick. He's, like, one of the more most manliest men I know. But, like, he'll put right. on lipstick or have long nails, and he just doesn't give a f- you know? And so I was like, oh, that'd be so perfect. Like, I want to get, like, a black lipstick print of your lips on my neck so I think this that this one is now my new favorite your new favorite yeah but my both my dad and my husband are in the other room so if they're listening dad I still think mine's the best yeah of course of course so so I I I won't I won't show or tell you about my tattoo why not because it's really corny like because I got it um so oh my gosh my chief of staff is not here he's gonna kill me Why? So I not got a tramp stamp. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm going to stop you there because people always use that term, and I think it came when um, the that movie um, – the wedding crashers came out because it is that where it came from i think vince vaughn like has a line where he says that and it's like and i just remember being really resentful at the time because i remember i was tattooing and i was yeah. like you know i always thought the lower back tattoos were the most beautiful place for a woman to get tattooed because it's sure. because it accentuates one of our most feminine like it's a thing that make us womanly you know i just thought it was like so i love the them. easiest <laughs> place to get a tattoo that if i didn't like it i never had to look at it sure right yeah. like uh-huh. You know, my yeah. husband has to look at it. But, so I have an onk. Uh-huh. Um, and Which is cool. It's totally cool, right? Uh-huh. At least it's not, you know, yeah. a dolphin yeah. or something. But I got it. I'm kind of – It's. it was kind of cool. So I got it the night before I graduated from law school. Mm-hmm. So my best friend from law school and I went and we got tattoos. She got a couple more after that. Uh-huh. But I didn't know it was going to hurt so bad. Oh, yeah. So, Lower back is so painful. And yeah. I had this, like, cute, because I was little then, uh-huh. yellow, like, sundress that uh-huh. I was going to wear. But then all the, it was, like, seeping through. Like, I, I just, <laughs> I couldn't, like, sit down. I'm, like, yeah. sitting there, like, it's sticking to the bandage uh-huh. um, the next day because you have to sit for hours. Um, right. Anyway, so it wasn't. So you don't like it now? now? Um, I would love it. That's so cool. I like it. Well, so now my daughter's 22, uh-huh. and she she said on her 18th birthday, like, we are going to get matching tattoos. She, so right? she got it? No, oh. she won't get it. She wants me to get another <laughs> oh, one, right? That's cute. You have um, to. You have to. But, but we have waited. Uh-huh. She's gotten a couple, of course, mm-hmm. that I've found the wrong, yeah. like, 
wait, like, what is this right yeah. here? You know, the street I lived on in New York. Okay, child, <laughs> my gypsy child. Um, and uh, so I told her, I'd, what should we get tattooed? Yeah. It's got to be kind of small because, like, yeah. you know, I can push things so sure, far, sure, but if I yeah. show up. And plus, it doesn't need to be a whole sleeve, you know what I mean? It just, yeah, yeah, that might be a little different in politics, although yeah. it would be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I feel like nowadays, I mean, it's like one out of three women are tattooed so in America, so it's like a, a lot, you know? Yeah. So what do you think? What would be a good mother-daughter? Well, I don't know. You guys would have to, I mean, I feel like for me, if it was me and my daughter, I would want, probably get some, not an inside joke, but something that meant something to right. us, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I love, I love like, symbols, and I love, like, lettering. I think, like... Even if it's words or something like that, I mean, it's really, it's really up to the person, though, you know. Do you look at other tattoos sometimes and be like, "That's not real art"? Like, I. <laughs> um, well, I mean, right, like my husband is covered in them, and it's like, and so I obviously stare at his tattoos all day long, and I'm just like, "You fixed one of his, right?" Oh, I, I just all, I saw it. We're fixing all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you can't. We, we I gotta stare at this. So, it's, but. Thankfully, the content is really cool. There's done, you know, a long time ago. Right. Just like, so, you know. I did say I was going to do stars tomorrow on the floor, <laughs> but I could just fake them with yeah. my eyeliner. Um, I was like, I, I think I'm going to do that. And my daughter said, I don't think any of your colleagues will know what, you, like, it'll take them a really long time to understand what you're doing. And I was like. We will look, literally look like twins. I was like, I think it's cool. I, I don't think anyone will blink twice. So I'm going to have to tell her, Tiara's going to be, um. Uh, upset that I didn't come home with a decisive, like, all right, we're ready. Yeah. We're going to go get a tattoo together. Mother yeah. daughter bonding. I really grew up with her a yeah. lot. And so it's I like, you know, there, we do have a great bond, yeah. but it's um, sometimes, you know, yeah. she's way cooler than I am. So she's like, you're going to pick something dumb. I was like, I'm sure I will. <laughs> I'm a mom. I mean, still, on. I would love that. Like, I, lo I, I love, like, what, that's what when you're like, oh, it's corny. I'm like, Trust me, you can't out corny me. Like I, I, I love like sentimental stuff is like my favorite. You know? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I'm a crier. <laughs> yeah. You're a crier. Uh, yeah, a cr sometimes I think my husband's more of a crier than I am uh, at certain things. But I, I, I'm sensitive for sure. I'm like a sensitive person. I cry like yeah, like you know movies, certain movies and stuff. But like or certain chord progressions <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I cry. I cry a lot. Yeah. They told me I, I'm not supposed. Like this is what everybody, and I think you can relate to. Yeah. That's why I love you. It's it, you know everyone will say, oh, you can't do that. You can't like go cry on the floor of the assembly. And I was like, why? Like yeah. why not? Yeah. I'm a crier. All right. One last thing. Sure. So I don't know. How can we better relate to people? Like how can like what what's your advice for those of us in politics? Oh man. I'm, I don't give advice. I suck at advice. I, I don't know if I would ever try and give advice to a, a politician. I just think in general, um, it's the empathy card, you know? I think that um, to me, it's, it baffles me when we can't see ourselves in, in everybody, you know? I think, um, I mean, I, I see myself in, in animals, you know? I see myself in like every age, every gender, every, I mean, you know, or I see my mom in people, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that I think it's it may, perhaps it's something that I've just practiced a long time, you know, but I, I guess I guess that that would be it. You know, it's like when we watch a movie that it's like someone that you, you know, I don't necessarily relate to people in sports. Like, I don't know how to play sport. I just know <laughs> the orange one goes with the basket, whatever. But like, <laughs> but I think that like when if I watch a, a compelling movie about sports, like, you know, it isn't about sports anymore. It's about the person and it's, you right. know, it's the character that you fall in love with and, you know, you, 
you you empathize with and i think that like we just have to practice that more i don't know i don't know how, i don't know how to do that but well, that's really good advice <laughs> okay that's cool advice. yeah <laughs> on that yeah. empathize more yeah that's gonna be that's that's what we're gonna that's remind my, that's my wish for 2018 <laughs> that's awesome that's a good one that's cool. a good one yeah well awesome. man hey. i i love today you're my favorite part of today i just want uh, you to know that yay. thank you <laughs> i was gonna ask you who you're gonna vote for for governor but we'll, we'll talk about that to <laughs> I, that, that could like go anyway for us so we'll, we'll talk about we'll it be later. Here another hour so i'll get to see you tomorrow yes, cool. um and we'll we'll be on the floor of the assembly awesome. and we will uh it'll be exciting and i might like draw a little star okay cool. and then well, you will know <laughs> it's because i'm honoring you oh i love that everybody thank else you. will be like i think your makeup's are done <laughs> all right that's all right too so awesome thank you cat no, my name you. is lorena gonzalez and this is look west so thanks for being on